You're listening to Brick to the Future, the property investment show for everyday Australians. We cut through the white noise so you can minimise risk and make smart, informed investment decisions. If you're after tips and strategies while building a property portfolio that suits your lifestyle, you're in the right place. All right, welcome to today's show. Cam McClellan, I'm here with uh, Matt Lewison. Louis, how are you? Thanks, Cam. Good to be here. Yeah, it's, uh, it's good to catch up with you. Zooming away still across the uh, nation, but... Uh, today we've got um, a, a ripping question I want to go through today. It's um, we've got uh, the, the person's put in a two two part question. So when's the right time to get started in investing? And once I get into the market, I think they've been thinking about investing for a while. It says here, um, but then once they get into the market, when's the right time to start investing? When do, is it time to duplicate and build that portfolio? So once they get into the market, they're comfortable with it. And I think there's been a bit of um, analysis paralysis by the reading through the depth of uh, the question here but um talk through um what what should people think about when they're first entering the property market what are some of the big ticket items that um they should be fearful of because not many people talk about risk when it comes to investing but the reality is when you talk about money risk is involved in it and we need to identify that risk and look at ways to minimize the risk before we start investing but saying that um the market's cranking Every minute you wait at the moment, um, every month you wait, you're seeing percentage increases consistently. Uh, so yeah. the time's right to get into the market. What do people need to tick off before they make that first leap? All right. As a, uh, I mean, first of all, you got to know if you can afford it, don't you? You've got exactly to right. uh, get your ducks in order, go speak to, speak to the finance broker, find out how much you can borrow. Um, obviously, assess not just what, what they'll lend you, but also what you're comfortable in borrowing. Uh, to determine, I guess, yeah, your financial capacity and then work out whether there's something that you can afford based on that that meets the set criteria um, that's going to produce a really good medium to long-term investment property. Um, and, uh, yeah, and I think that's it's key. But also, I guess, right now, depending on what you're buying, um, there's a, a window of time, certainly in, in land development right now, there's a big gap between signing a contract and when you might settle in some estates. You can have a year up your sleeve um, to secure secure land in some cases that's going up in value potentially while you're continuing to save and, and boost your um, boost your deposit and your equity buffer while you're not actually paying anything for the property at that point in time. Yeah, the um, it's important to understand with um, you mentioned before about understanding your borrowing capacity. I think it's a really good one because people have a an a, a gist of what they may be able to lend um, or what sort of loan they might be able to um, obtain. But when they actually get the borrowing capacity assessed, it can vary greatly depending on the broker you use, the bank you go through. So not all things are equal when it comes to brokers. People are more than welcome to talk to openfinance.com.au who are investment finance experts who have access to all of the major and second tier lenders. Um, But all of the banks uh, are not created equal. They've got different loan calculators, which allow people to plug in their information and see what bank will be best suited for them. So I think uh, one thing that people need to understand when it comes to investing is that rates are not the most important thing. There's such a marginal difference between a really good rate and a poor rate at the moment. Um, The dollar difference makes nearly no difference to investment strategy, but getting your loan structure right is really important. 
to understand that loan structure because the question is when when and how am i to know it's right to buy my first property but then how do i duplicate so it's really a double-edged sword there a lot of people set up their finance structure and when they and the, the biggest mistake is obviously cross securing your finance against your own home rather than setting up an equity loan or a line of credit but once you understand the correct way to set up finance then that's going to allow you to duplicate and move into your second property. Um, yeah, if the market moves within 12 months, two years, whatever it may be. So I think there is, there does get to that first one. I know it's nervy and early days, people um, ask me at different um, you know, sessions we've done. What's your superpower? For example, you know, that old question, I'd have to say, I've got no self-limiting beliefs. So I didn't have that fear of investing. I had a greater fear of what would my future look like if I didn't invest. So the, the old uh, the old saying, you know, if you don't get off the bench, you've already lost the game. So at some point, you've got to get in the game when it comes to investing. So otherwise, you've lost out. So knowing that you have to invest, it gets to a point where you can analyze too much. So really, let's look at the fundamentals. Setting up your team. You need the basics of setting up your team. Good accountant, mentor, a broker, conveyancer. Um, once you've got that team set up, you need to look at your end goals. What are you trying to achieve? And what's the time frame you want to get there? That finance pre-approval borrowing capacity is a huge step you need to take. And then if people are still unsure about what to buy, um, they can jump onto our website and get a copy of my four-year-old, the property investor, which has the check sheets in the back, which follows the map process, which is the process Matt and I designed nearly 20 years ago, I suppose now. But it yeah. uh, outlines market area property. So how to analyze the capital city markets, find properties that are not good to invest, then analyze the area or growth corridors and finally that optimum size and quality property. So once you go through that process, you're starting to get in the realm of safe investing. So the, the get rich slow over the long term. And then it's even got check sheets in there to find a tenant, manage your property uh, and how to manage that portfolio and know when it's time to duplicate. Um, so I think, getting your head around the core basics of investing without overanalyzing things and getting started. But uh, yeah, my key message would be you've got to take action at this point in time. Yeah. Isn't it funny though, that you talk about fear and I reckon that's a key thing. When I started, I was too young to be fearful of borrowing money from a bank. I had my old man um, sort of next to me holding my hand, making sure that the loan was in order. So I didn't have to stress about it. Um, but I look at, at, for instance, like things like Afterpay, credit card um, oh, defaults yes. these days, I mean, they're massive. So many young people, millennials, Gen Z, Gen Y even, who shop with Afterpay, they're scared to take on debt for a home loan that a renter is actually going to be paying the mortgage for you. Mm. Um, but they'll take on debt and Afterpay makes most of its money through default charges um, from people who miss payments. And it just uh, yeah blows me away. But the other thing people don't realise in terms of, getting ready to buy a property is that all those things, those afterpay accounts that you have, uh, even credit cards, they're going to affect your your ability to borrow money because yeah, the banks are so assessing true. you on your repayments of all of those accounts and, uh, and loans. Um, and that's going to really chew up, I guess, your borrowing capacity. So when you want to get ready to buy a property, that's probably another thing to look at is go, where are your liabilities and how can you clear that out? And Very true. Demonstrate to a lender that you're a, you're a safe bet. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, the the finance team will be able to firm this up for people, but I think for, and I've never had a personal credit card, I've always had debit cards, but uh, if you've got a credit card and for every $10,000, you have the capacity to take out, not even if it's not drawn out, but for every $10,000, 
that reduces your borrowing capacity for investment property by about $40,000. So it's a massive difference. If you've got a couple of uh, $10,000 credit cards kicking around, that's 80 grand less you can borrow with your investment finance comes around. So cancelling credit cards, not cutting them up. Um, and that's even if you haven't got them drawn because the banks deem that you've got the capacity to draw it to max. But um, yeah, it's a, it's a funny one. I've never had to th- think about afterpay myself. I was just um, too old for, for that. So, it, uh, But you're right. Um, it, they do look so attractive. Just click on the button, afterpay later on, and get your goods turning up. So that old adage of um, delaying gratification, doing the hard yards to get started, that getting your, your ducks in, that's what a good finance broker will tell you, what you need to clean up to be able to get yourself the best borrowing capacity. Yeah, I used to work in retail, and it used to, like, people used to come in and lay by things. And I guess for part of it back in those days was they were taking it off the shelf so that you couldn't, the shop yeah. wouldn't sell it and it was locked away for them. But I, I just, yeah, I've never lay by anything or after paid anything. If I couldn't afford it, I just didn't have it. So yeah. it make, gave you an incentive to work harder to get the things you wanted and choose very carefully about which things you really need in your life uh, as opposed to the things that just be nice to have on that day. So true. Um, when it comes to the point of duplication, um, there's a set process in my four-year-old, the property investor, which outlines how to manage your portfolio. Um, what, what our um, mentoring team do for our clients is basically sit down with them every six months and look at, has life changed? And this is the first one when it comes to duplicate. Has life changed? Has my end goals changed as far as my financial goals that line up with my life goals? If they're still the same, then it's a matter of understanding has income increased or decreased? Has your equity position changed? So this is a basically the six-month market analysis needs to be done by anyone who's considering duplicating. Work out if you've got an equity increase. If you've got an equity increase, if you've got your income the same, more or less, and then go back and get that borrowing capacity checked again by your finance broker, and they'll let you know whether you can duplicate what your borrowing capacity is. So I'd say at the mar- moment with um, the market moving the way it is, people should be checking their uh, borrowing capacity every six months because the faster you can get back into the market and duplicate, the more growth you'll get again. And this is something that um, like I, we, we talk about and we know this inside out and our team does and the, I guess the successful investors we we work with all, all, all get it. Um, but a lot of investors don't. That's why there's the vast majority of invest property investors in Australia only own one property. There's very few that own multiple properties. But the whole game is not about buying an investment property. Mm-hmm. The game is to buy a portfolio of investment properties that are generating income for you and all going up in value. Um, and so it's all so critical that even when you're buying your property, your choice of what you buy is going to dictate how quickly you can duplicate. Yeah. And we talk about... Um, rental yields obviously the like the, the goal of when you're buying properties have a low cost to hold in a property that's likely to go up in value because if you've got a low cost to hold then your serviceability is going to be a lot easier a lot better when you're looking at your second property and in turn your third and fourth um, so it starts with your planning at the front end before you've built your portfolio doesn't just start when your second property or your first property has gone up in value. You go, Great, I've created equity. I'm going to go and borrow money to buy my next property. You go, well, if your rent is three cents a week and your income isn't hundreds of thousands of dollars a year, well, it doesn't matter how much equity you've created in that first property. You're probably not going to be buying a second one anytime soon. Yeah. You need that serviceability to be improving as well. So that's, I guess, the critical thing about managing your equity 
but also managing your, your rents and your cash flow, your costs to, um, to ensure that you're in the best position to duplicate your property purchase when the time's right. Yeah, or as soon as possible, I suppose, would be the ideal. Yeah, exactly. Um, so for anyone looking to get in their first property, um, jump on opencorp.com.au, grab a copy of my four-year-old, The Property Investor. Um, it gives you a pretty set process of how to be comfortable to invest in your first property and also gives you an understanding of the, the key mechanisms to duplicate. But uh, Louis, I hope we, uh, we've nailed that one for the listeners and uh, go and enjoy a bit of sunshine. What's on for the afternoon? Bit of a... just, just turning out, <laughs> sitting standing in my up. computer, mate. You know what it is, spreadsheet, spreadsheets and reports. No, good stuff. Oh, good talking to you again. Take care. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Brick to the Future, powered by OpenCorp, Australia's leading property investment specialists. For more information on how we can help you build your financial future, contact us at opencorp.com.au.